a little bit of healthy dislike for your opponent is good for sports, but bad for business. This weekend is the OU-OSU football game. They call it Bedlam because everyone in the state is divided about which side they're on, and there is a good amount of rivalry and good-natured trash talk and a little bit of animosity about who gets to win this game and have bragging rights for the whole year. Now, that's the sports metaphor we're going to use today to talk about how to be successful by not focusing on your competition, by not being worried about other people doing what you're doing, but staying focused on what you do and what you're trying to do to be successful. Here we go. It's Saturday. You know what that means. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. No hyperbolic hustle culture. Just brutally honest, straightforward business advice and motivation every Saturday. Entrepreneurs, business owners, or anyone pursuing success. You can't just work 9 to 5 Monday through Friday and hope to become the next big thing. you got to work smart, work hard, put in extra effort while everyone else is sleeping, playing games, or wasting time. Maximize bonus time to get more work done. This podcast is for anyone willing to come in early, stay late, hustle on the weekend to be truly great. That's right, guys. It's a sports weekend, a big sports weekend for me as a college football fan. My team, the red and white, the crimson and cream, the Sooners are taking on their in-state rivals, the OSU Cowpokes in that ugly orange and black. But that's the metaphor for the conversation today we're going to have. So if you're not a sports fan, do not turn this off. I'm going to tell you why animosity and a little bit of ire and a little bit of want to go hit them is good for sports. Being focused on your competition, really trying to get in their head, a little bit of trash talk, all of that is great for football, basketball, baseball, soccer, whatever you're into, but terrible for business. That's the conversation we want to have today. In business, you need to understand your competition. You need to be aware of them. You need to know what they're doing, but you can't let that guide your decision-making because the true competition is you versus yourself you living up to the standards you've set for your audience, you creating and meeting expectations with a little bit of bonus on top of that as well. It's not about beating competition. It's not about crushing your competition, pushing them out of the way, knocking them out of the box, the same way it is in sports. Perfect in sports, terrible waste of time, effort, and energy in business. So ultimately, you're not competing against other businesses, or other individuals who do things similar to you. What you need to do in order to be successful, this is the key to being successful, is not worry about your competition. Be aware of what they do. Be aware of their strengths and weaknesses. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. Be aware of your competitors' strengths and weaknesses, whether it's price, delivery, speed, size, inventory, whatever it is. They have things they do well, things they don't do as well. You have things that you do well and things you don't do well. You have strengths and weaknesses. Be honest with yourself about that as well. When you compare strengths and weaknesses with your competition, you want to position yourself, put yourself in the right place, to put your strengths against their weaknesses and take their strengths away from them when you can, when it's possible. That is the extent of paying attention to your competition. Understand what they do well. Understand what they don't do well. Try to position yourself. Try to get into the conversations that are more focused on your strengths and not theirs and away from your weaknesses and and away from their strength. 
If you can do that, you can then attract the right audience, the people who want to do business with you, who want to work with you, want to collaborate with you for all the right reasons. Now you're setting expectations you can meet. When you do things simply to say, we do what our competitors do, whether you do or not, or try to do things that elevate you past your competition that you don't necessarily do well or is not necessarily a strength, essentially fake it till you make it. When you do those things, you set expectations you can't meet, which then means you have the much higher opportunity of failing instead of being focused on what the competition does and the people who do business with them. Only focus on that part of the audience, on those group of people, on anyone who wants to do business with you the way you do business well, the way you can set and meet your expectations. Don't do things motivated solely by beating your competition. Do things, make decisions, run your process, put all your effort into making yourself better at what you do. Double, triple, quadruple down on your strengths. Try to take some of those things that are weaknesses and work on them to at least make them where they're not a weakness called mitigation. Make it where it's a neutral, at least. Sometimes you can take a weakness and make it a strength if you work on it hard enough for a long enough time. But lean into your strengths. Avoid your weaknesses. Don't worry about your competition. Don't worry about that, what they say. Don't worry about what they do. Don't worry about the people who want to do business with them for all the reasons they're putting out. And even more, this is a bonus tip. This one is hard for people to wrap their heads around, so I'm gonna slow down a little bit and and make sure you get this bonus sidebar here. A lot of people, when they're running a business or competing with other individuals, maybe for a job or for an opportunity, they often get very aggravated when those people make claims that it doesn't appear they can really live up to. So if you have a a competitor that says, They have the best price, the best selection, the best hours, the best customer service, the best technology. They can't be all of those things. And it's very often frustrating for you as the boss, as the business owner, as the person in charge to say, man, I can't believe they say all that stuff. I want to say that too. I want people to think that about us. You really don't. If they think they're everything to everyone, they're on the wrong path. They're setting expectations they can't meet. They might get one sale but they won't get two, they won't get three, they won't have repeat business, they won't have people who are fans of what they do. So instead of being worried that they're telling people too much, true or not, focus on what, how you talk about what you do, how you address your audience, how you market your product or service, how you're connecting with the people, how you're setting expectations that you can live up to so that you attract the audience that you can Sell once, sell twice, sell three times. Repeat business, the best business there is. Building a fan base, building people who are passionate about your brand, building a brand evangelist who will then tell other people they should be doing business with you as well. Think about that. How great is that? Now you've got people, your customers, your consumers out telling other people, telling their friends, making recommendations, giving you the thumbs up on social media, giving you the five-star reviews, doing all that. Why? Because you set an expectation you could meet and not focused on what other people were doing and other people competing against you and to end the sidebar because you feel like they're competing unfairly because they're saying things that are outlandish or not simply not true.
If you're open this seven days a week and they're open six days a week and they say they're open more than you are, that's not true. It's okay because people will understand they're being lied to, that they're being manipulated, that the, that competitor is not being honest and forthright and they show up on a day and they're closed and they feel worse than if they'd have been not been told that information at all. So that's the sidebar. Don't worry about what the competition is saying. Only worry about what they're doing when you understand how to put your strengths versus their weaknesses. Then you niche down into who that audience is. Once you understand your position, once you understand who your audience is, then you can understand how to speak to them, what channels to use, what your marketing tactics should be because you have a strategy based on your strengths and weaknesses, your focus on what you do well, not on beating the competition, bettering someone else, knocking them out of the box. Now I'm going to get back into my sports metaphors, right? Pushing them down and creating opportunity for yourself in some sort of aggressive, combative way. That's a waste of time and effort, and it doesn't make customers, consumers excited about you. Instead, understand your competition. Focus on yourselves. Speak directly about what you do, what you do well, how you do it, what the value in it is. The people that recognize that value, that want to do business with you in that way, will be attracted to you. Then you can retain them because you meet the expectations you set. None of that has anything to do with what the competition is saying, what they're doing, or you beating them by having a better price or having more hours of availability or having something special on your website or doing a two-for-one offer or Black Friday, etc. Those are small things. Those are the minutiae. That's the participation as you learn what your consumers like, what, what your customers are excited about, the things that can move you forward, sometimes temporary, sometimes permanent. None of that is based on your competition. All of that's based on what your audience wants, needs, and expects from you. And importantly, that you can deliver on. So don't waste your time and effort trying to knock out your competition the way the Sooners are going to knock out the Cowboys today in the Bedlam game. I got to rep my team. I got to go bring it all back to the sports metaphor. Do focus on what you do well, what you want to people to know your business for, set and meet expectations, and then give them a little bit extra. Tell them what you do, tell them the value proposition, and give them a little extra, a little bit better price, a little special offer, a little bit of better, better customer service, get some insider information. If repeat customers get some sort of bonus deal, whatever it is, even if it's just simply acknowledging that this is your second time, this is your third time, this is your 50th time, or your friend came in and did business with us recently. I appreciate you giving a recommendation for us. We saw that, that five-star review you gave us online. We appreciate that. Little things like that that put you above and create and you've created and set, created, set, and beat expectations that you've set, you have control over with a little extra. You're going to win that consumer every time. Regardless of what your competition is doing, what they're saying, what they're offering. Don't focus on competition. Focus on yourself. You don't have to beat them. All you got to do is beat what you were doing previously. Be better every day. Make improvements in yourself. Make improvements in your processes. Make improvements in your communication with your customers. Listen. Use that feedback to continually improve. And ultimately, because you focus on you and your audience and your consumer and your customers and your things that you can control, 
you will surpass. You will ultimately beat your competitor. That is how you take that sports metaphor and apply it to anything you're trying to do to be successful. Understand your competition. Know what they're doing. Understand their strengths and weaknesses. Understand your strengths and weaknesses. Understand your audience. Understand your position. Let's help you explain your value proposition. Then meet that expectation. Give a little bit extra and do it over and over and over again. Consistent, consistent, consistent as possible. You will develop the audience you need. You'll develop consumers that repeat. Best businesses repeat business. They'll tell their friends about it. There'll be free advertising, free marketing for you. You'll get your SEO value. You get your ratings up. You'll get your Google search. You'll get all of that by ignoring your competition, doing what you do well, meeting the expectations that you've set, that little bit extra. Focus on your audience, not your competitor. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave a comment, leave a review, share with a friend. We really appreciate that. Follow and engage on social media, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and the Saturday Morning Hustle Facebook fan page. All the information, all the past episodes, all the Saturday Morning Hustle entrepreneurial coffee and donut swag is at SaturdayMorningHustle.com. See you next week.